Hey there, skips and skipperettes from all across the wild and untamed electronic wasteland known as Internet Land. Hi everyone, Skipper Kyle here. Uh, you know, we've been trying to class up our act over the last year to bring you the true stories of Disneyland, but also to show the deeper history, the social context, and the life stories that have been impacted. To avoid the easy laugh, the dirty joke, and the salacious story. Well, this week, we have failed in a fantastic fashion. Uh, this episode featuring the incredible John Malloy and the always lovely Sue B contains a story that is as salacious and wonderful of a story as I have ever heard told about Disneyland, as well as a lot of the other good stuff you've uh, come to expect from us here. This episode was a lot of fun. Uh, there's a lot of other skippers in the background of this one, and I hope to get to chat with John again in the future. So, on to the bad news. Uh, it is with a sad heart and deep longing of regret that I have to make this announcement. After two years and an amazing run, our friends Joey and Trevor have decided to cash in their early retirement funds and end their podcast extravaganza. Uh, they've been regular guests on our show. They are incredibly great guys, uh, and I have been proud to have their podcast under the Skipcast banner. So after their 100th episode, they are, uh, they're done. So uh, you hear that? I'm, I'm pouring one out right now for my fallen homies right there. That's what I'm doing. All right, we've got some more great episodes on tap, and we should be able to keep this to an every-other-week schedule during the summer. Crossing my fingers. Uh, keep passing us around to your friends and Disney-loving buddies, and find us over on Facebook at facebook.com slash junglecruise, C-R-E-W-S. Thanks again, everyone. We'll see you on the river and Kungaloosh. Keep you anonymous, and we'll just let Sue and uh, whatever. Uh, welcome back with these guys over here. What's that? Yeah, they're a little loud on that, but it, that's all right. It's more fun that way, isn't it? I guess some of the background. I guess people should be able to hear people. On. So I'm going to welcome back to the podcast. We're just our third part of our um, summer, our spring skip gather series. It's like a concert series. It's like you know Hollywood Bowl. It's nothing like Hollywood Bowl. Welcome back to the podcast, Sue B, who's just kind of facilitating. Uh, me being here and saying hi to people. So you yeah. look lovely. Well, thank you. It's always, okay, nice. So always nice to see. It's better than Rubio's. 
Oh yeah, that this is was, true. This we was had much, sangria and it was delicious. You had sangria and we had, we had uh, chips and salt. Been better. <laughs> no, the, no, the food was much better, better here. here. Yeah. Did you yeah. use protection? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we had we had Tim Meltriger there, so that's mm-hmm. always a good. Which his show wraps up in two weeks on the air. Yeah, very yeah. sad to see. I guess that he. I read that. Yeah. But psych. Uh, I guess they did a an episode that had a lot of callouts to. An, uh, they're they're getting them in there. Yeah, they're yeah. really getting them in as much as possible. Um, and then I'm, I'm, I'll probably cut. And then okay. I guess the 24th they're doing a concert, a show. Yeah, oh, the friendly Indians. Yeah, yeah. is that June, July? Oh, yeah, I don't know I when. Remember. I don't I know when that is. This is just this is the corner for back rubs today. So Sue, uh, we have we have someone here who you said I have to talk to. Do you want to do the introductions? Well, he's well something's happening. I guess he's being back rub. But this is John Malloy. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Better known as and um, a little loosening. And then that's Shada. 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 It's only money. She's fabulous. We all work together on the west side. Shada, uh, we tried to work Jungle Cruise back in that time era, but we just could not. They would not let, allow it. Bud here, Bud Justison would not Are allow it. Are you awake? It. Yes, that's <laughs> all right. And well, then there's yeah. Tommy Casper, also a, a former Jungle Cruise skipper in Columbia and... I've, yeah. I've, <laughs> I've had some fun. Uh, you know, it's funny. I I got uh, Columbia stories last time oh, we were taping, <laughs> and it was it was it's a not you. it was actually um, I think it was was Jeff. It was Jeff. Rose who was telling me about when the the tornado hit the park. He was on the Columbia. There was I guess a, a twister that came through and actually lifted the after boat your up. time eighty four. Oh, after my time. But apparently it. it it knocked, every, it knocked every umbrella in Frontier, in uh, Tomorrowland into the lagoon, into the sub-lagoon, picked up all the umbrellas and just threw them in. But it, he was John Verdone, wasn't he? But had, had the sails down on the Columbia, and the wind picked it up so much, it that lifted the, the boat out of the water. That was the chairs. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, I think I just lifted enough off the rail. I really didn't lift the whole thing. Well, not out of the water. Yeah, but, I mean, it felt like it. I'm sure it was, you know, cruising. And the cruising went off the... Uh, maybe that, you know, actually, maybe, maybe that they was John Duran. Because, oh, you know what? Maybe it was that was John. John. That was John Duran. That was John's story. The department out took hours to get people out of the skyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know trapped. about tornado, but I had worked jungle before the when we were having Santa Ana. Typhoon, no, a typhoon-like storm. Oh, yeah. And it flooded the river and it lifted the boats up off the rails yeah. and they were free-floating and they had to kind of get the skiff out there and tow the boats we, in and dock them and get the people out. Yeah, I don't know about um, I don't know about that. Area. One of the one of the things that they added in the '95 rehab was a water gauge, mm. um, so that we actually had a, a red green water gauge in the line. So we saw that if it moved into yellow, we would keep an eye on it. And if it went into red, we'd shut the ride down because because you would have like just boats free floating everywhere if there was too much water in the river. No, we didn't have yellow river. Yeah. yeah, and it was just it was all yeah. 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 like these two. It was triangles. a ruler with paint on it. It wasn't right. fancy. Yeah. This is Disney. Oh. Come on. Um, but yeah, it was just a simple, you know, keeping things uh, keeping things in line. But weather weather is the, the the only bad thing about jungle is the 120 degrees under the canopy in the summer and then when it rains and it's cold in the winter. It's like that's the worst part of the, the attraction because when you do that job mm-hmm. for eight hours, you don't want to have a, an environmental factor that makes it suck, you know, on top of everything mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So, right. And then the guests would complain because boats were full of water and they'd have to sit uh, on the, and the, sit the on cushions. The, well, the boats were made boat. for 130 degrees. And then the canopies <laughs> yeah. would collect all the water and you'd go around the corner and complain. Pour over this is mine. This is mine. Buckets full. But, but here's yes, the, the, the question I have to ask, though: Is did, did you ever intentionally 
maybe run a throttle a little bit fast around a corner to, nah, to intentionally nah, slow the gas. Nah, never. Nah. Excuse me, I do That's not illegal. understand the question. <laughs> Who was it that wrote on the torch? Drillinger? Oh, I'm sure. He wrote on the top of the canopy and spilled. Or did something? Uh, they, they jumped up on top, and I can't remember if it was George well, or Well, he's the only one that was light enough to make it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of came in. Wasn't one of us. <laughs> you maybe, but... George is going to, um, he's going to be in town, I have, uh, May-ish or something. Yeah, for, he's going to be here with the fabs. Yeah, I've actually got, oh, where? Uh, we're, we're going to tape, Here in uh, town. Here, oh. here in Orange County. So he's we're not gonna, performing. I, I think they might be, I think he's going to be with be. the Fab Four, so he's going to be at Sullivan. Back here, he's in coming here. I will, I will alert you. Anyway, but, so yeah, okay. so he's I, my my two big interviews. I'm gonna have a great time chatting with him because he is a character. Oh, yeah. uh, and then uh, uh, Don Chapman is gonna be uh, spending an hour or two with us. I'm gonna drive Higgins. up to what's that? Higgins. Higgins. That's John. <laughs> that was uh, Bud's pet name for. Him. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. So that's, I'm gonna drive up to uh, Kern and actually have a chat with him a couple hours and. And they have a lovely his. guest room. I'm, it's delightful. The dogs are delightful. Big patio. I, and thank you for setting yeah. that up because he's a. I just even in the emails with with Max, it's great. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think we've already established from our earlier discussions that you guys were in that late '70s to early '80s crowd of of uh, time at the lovely Disney Resort. Mm-hmm. Um, John, I guess I'll start with you because these guys are just chiming in as we go. So, uh, when, when did you start with uh, with Disneyland? Seventy-eight. Uh, I started Easter season of seventy-eight. It was my first season there. So you you were right in there. One was John Duran was a seventy, probably soon after that. He was, yeah, you know, maybe he was seventy. He, he was, was seventy-eight. Because Jeff Rhodes was seventy-six, yeah. and then John was seventy-eight. So yeah. you're right in that right. that era. Right. And then how long did you stay? I was there through eighty-eight, end of eighty-eight. No, I'm sorry, through end of eighty-seven. Okay, so you had a so beginning had, of seventy-eight, end of eighty-seven, almost ten years. Good. So and then that time was uh, where where all did you work in the park? Jungle Cruise was my first attraction. I worked that for the first three summers. Uh, Big Thunder opened in... 7980? Uh, summer of... 7980. was my first summer on, on Thunder. Yeah. And I did like five or six summers, 6789, like six summers on Big Thunder. And then final summer season for me, I was on Captain EO. Oh, God, that's right. Uh, yeah. That would Captain be Captain But in between that, you know, yeah. I worked both shooting galleries when they were up and running, Tiki Room, Treehouse, Treehouse, yeah. uh, and then we, we were submarines. Talking, we were talking about was eighty four. No, eighty nine. Was that was that late? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. We were talking. We couldn't remember earlier what what. What I'm thought. sorry. Last summer was not Captain Neil. Last summer was Star Tours. Oh God, Star Stinky. We went crazy. We had breakdowns in the exit quarter. Like emotional breakdowns? Yeah, people, oh, no, no, we would go crazy in between the, people, the cabin because exits. Because the music was so loud, the Star Wars Empire Strikes Back, the doors would shut and the guests would leave, and then all of a sudden we'd look at each other, we'd scream, and we'd run up and down the hallway. We had like like Star Tours ballet, Sue and I. Yeah, the and, then, and then the really <laughs> and then the bad doors part, would come and, and I apologize for any guests this could have happened to, but just like Big Thunder and Brute Night, we, the benches were white, right? Yeah. So you could douse them with water, and then people would come down and sit down in the water and... Just, it was horrible, but we did that. Remember we did trash can bowling alley out there? <laughs> yes, we did that too. We did trash can anyway, bowling alley. Anyway, enough about nice Star Tours, long but, yeah, but yeah. good times. Yeah. And, and, and there's no, there is no bad story to tell. I mean, it's you know, oh, there pay. are. <laughs> <laughs> there, there may be some illicit and possibly illegal stories to tell. Um, 
possible. But Would you like to jumble. hear some? Sure, of course. <laughs> that's that's what brings in the brings in the viewers, listeners, listener viewers. So, no, please, John. Oh, it's it's actually it's a Mark Twain story, and one of our good friends. I need to change the name here. That's fine. We'll call him Miguel. Miguel. <laughs> Miguel was working Mark Twain. Miguel liked men with facial hair. And there was a a promotion going on at the park. I think it was. And there was an American hero walking around that was dressed like Mark Twain. With the beard. And Miguel was very intrigued. And and Mark Twain was on the Mark Twain. Going around the, the river. When Miguel was working and invited him up into the wheelhouse. Um, so, on the way around the river, Mark Twain pleasured Miguel when the boat was coming back into the dock as he reached the moment of ecstasy. And it, we were on thunder and it held. Really long. <laughs> and we're like, what's going on in the Mark Twain? So, he was kind of a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court, is right. what you're saying. Yeah. Right. Got it. Yeah, but it didn't stop. We're like, oh my God, what's wrong? It's broken. <laughs> but the, but the, twist, the twist to this story is Mark Twain then waited for Miguel at Harbor House, which is where we clocked out in the evening, clocked out our, right. our, our time cards, um, was waiting for Miguel, Miguel to come through. At that point, Mark Twain was out of costume, was out of the facial hair, and Miguel's reaction basically was, ew, and wouldn't talk to him. It just left. <laughs> Ran. And you put the beard back on. Basically, yeah. yeah. I, I do think that in three years that does win the prize for the most salacious story we've told. Really? That, really? That's, that, that one's up there. That's a pretty good one, and that's, you know, hard to... Yeah. I, you know, and it's funny that you, you look at what they're doing in modern, and in, in the current regime, you would never have a Mark Twain in character and costume walking around the park. Or I'm assuming they had a Lincoln and they had, you know... Had a, yeah, or yeah, a Boone and... Um, I mean, the closest they get is they had a, they have a... Huck, they, well, before the island changed, they had a Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn that would wander through. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's a pirate island, so they don't even bother trying to do any of the, you know, the, the Tom Sawyer's island stuff anymore. That, that's all that. I remember that's actually... They, they came through at one point um, on a moderately rainy day and, and jumped into my boat, and I don't know why this made sense to anyone that I would have Huckleberry Finn and Mark Twain on my Jungle Cruise boat. Uh, but they stayed in character the entire wow. And I mocked them about Aunt Polly's pies, and I mean, we really just went down the rabbit hole. And it was surreal. i got to read that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know Twain had so much sex in it. God. Was there pictures? There was, there, there was a fence being whitewashed. That could be an analogy. <laughs> Well, yeah, like, uh, what about the Jungle Cruise, the deadheads that you guys would take around sometimes? No, nothing? No. Deadheads? There's a blank spot. I would see. Oh, yeah. They were dead. It, was, it, it was nap time. It was, yeah. Then we yeah, put the, put the throttle on low so yep. you knew it wasn't going to, you know, jump, take a jump nap. a corner. Yeah, okay. Take a little yeah. nap. No, 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 no. Well, no. there's a... <laughs> send somebody on Wait, a deadhead. What was that once? And you'd send somebody else out with buckets of water. Oh, yeah. And they'd come around the corner... You throw the buckets so they just soaked. And they come around another corner and they had the buckets of, we called it the pixie dust, and somebody barfed. Like a day, like. To absorb all the moisture. Well, at least and it, it and so it's, too. Yeah, yeah. And it just yeah. stuck all over them because so it was the jungle, jungle version of tarred and feathered. Yeah. Well, it was called Jungle Justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
At least you were at least you were throwing a At least you were throwing a drying agent after you threw something. Well, that's consideration for your coworkers. If you smelled it, no. No, I know. I was being sarcastic. Who was it that went on this? Wasn't it you that told me the story about pirates though on grad night with the young couple, slow night? Yes. Why didn't you tell that one? Well, it was probably about four in the morning, and I think grad nights went went to five. Yeah. And most of the kids tired, and they're like at Main Street trying to get back to the bus. Most of the employees. Yeah. And um, young couple got in one of the boats. Nobody was there, and they started going on the ride. And up in the tower, there's infrared video camera of them. She like. Miguel, measure the guy. <laughs> she was she was Mark Twaining him. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Painting the fence white. And <laughs> yeah, but then they started at the. Uh, and then when they came back, plotted and they having some the of that Polly's pie. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. then she turned bright red, sure. and we said we have cameras up there. You know? <laughs> oh, and you weren't the one that gave him the towel and said you missed a spot. No, no somebody else did that. That, we, that happens a lot at a, a haunted mansion where people are making out in there during grad nights and they'll have like a pro towel and a bottle of water and a pack of cigarettes. And they'll be there at the unload when they're coming through and be like, you guys need a little, need a little of this after you're done? You need to relax. <laughs> Cameras are everywhere. They used to have Montana's adventure that they used to get the sailors or the military because they get free wearing uniforms. But then they used to have girls that would walk through the park and would offer them. That's <laughs> the same thing. Such a clean pet park. I know. Mm. It is. Den of inequity. Mm-hmm. But it's, well, and it's, you know, it is, I think part of the fact, before things got busy, you know, I think after the 50th anniversary, there's no off times. It's, there's no lack of peak season. You can't go any time of year and have empty, you know, attractions the way that, that you could, you know, in the early aughts. I hate well, that term. We also um, had the ticket books. Yeah, yeah, the ticket books. When they were, were out of they tickets, they were out of at night, they'd be out of the, this jungle was an E, and there'd be no more E tickets. So a few people would come by and say, are you open? And somebody would say to me, hey, bud, what happened if we fall in the water? And I'd say, wet clothes. <laughs> and, oh, you're, they're closed. And they roll. Taking more boats out for a while, though. <laughs> that, that, that will never get old. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I always had kind of wondered that. It's, you know, toward the end of the night, people who kind of had their early binge in the day and blew all their their big tickets, you know, were scrambling for. You'd have people show up. They could still buy, but they would, yeah. they would, they would be using their they've, bees. They've have, their, yeah, and you'd have, you'd have families show up and try to give you their all of their bees and C's. And, you know, if I... If you're oh, in the mood. It's not a good mood. Oh, sure. Yeah, come up here. But, yeah. And now it would be, you know, just guest service. I was like, yeah, money elsewhere. So, yeah, yeah it's... Um, cause what, what, was, what year did the ticket, the, the ticket books go away? Early mm-hmm. 80s, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You remember? They were phased out. That was a pain because then they had the passports where they punch, stamp punched the date. Oh, God, you had to yeah. look at those dates yeah. and they were faded. And then you, some of them would hand you tickets and you're going like, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I to... never grabbed so many breasts in my life trying to go, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I got to see that ticket. Wait, oh, sorry. My hand got in the way. But you were I love my job. <laughs> oh, the... <laughs> Misty colored memories of the way we were. Wait. I enjoyed lap bar duty on Big Thunder in the summertime. Oh, yeah, that was good. That was fun. Yeah. Lap bar duty? 
Put in the lap bars. Oh. I'll get that lap bar for you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I never Enough worked with Fender. Yeah. <laughs> I was only on load the whole time. That's the only Spanish I know. Some of this. <laughs> Well, the the point that I was going for was basically b- before the park got busy yeah. 12 months out of the year, a lot of uh, amorous people would spend their time trying to find places <coughs> to uh, entertain themselves. And <laughs> sometimes it was, it was there. It was the employees. <laughs> sometimes it was cast members. Yeah. Uh, I, I worked in the Lincoln Theater, and that back row was not a place where you didn't want to go without a flashlight. Oh. Um, that, that seemed to be where we'd get a lot of kids out. Because that was what a twenty-minute. Yeah, twenty minutes of, span dark, of, of darkness. time. There you go. And usually by the end of it, Lincoln would rise. Mm-hmm. So, so with back other row. things. <laughs> um, <laughs> Show with Arthur and Randy and on a mansion. I, I still think that the one I actually know someone who uh, now is enjoying a career in the adult entertainment business who somehow pulled off uh, in the Everything. firehouse, like in the firehouse, like in the firehouse, like you know, on a rainy day, the little stalls that are back there. Yeah, yeah. He's thinking about that. He's, he wants to think about trying that. Right? I know. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, no, that's. <laughs> That was one of the. That's one of the most surprising no, he, places. He, he, he got hung up on adult entertainment. Oh, okay, that's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, enough of the salaciousness. Like the Phantasmic uh, shows, that stuff would happen with um, the RO driving the Mark Twain and one oh, of the gals yeah. that was in costume character. They would use the bed and the <laughs> captain's quarters. Well, was it you when you were on the Mark Twain? You didn't take well, back then, we, was, we had yeah, that weird show. The, Remember when you said Mean Dance? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not, that's all I'm saying. Uh, okay. <laughs> I got it. Oh, no, that was with my ex. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm safe. Okay. <laughs> it's a validation of who was I with. <laughs> wasn't that when Ray Flores, on his last day, he came out in his underwear? Yeah. Yes, on the very I wasn't there, though. Yeah. Yes, yeah. very top deck. And, yeah. And it took him a couple hours before it got to supervision, and they, yeah. they walked him out. So. On his they, last day? They were very yes. yeah. back wow. then. The show when he went on the very top deck by himself, the, you know, with the, the, the fire the, deck, the sparklers, uh, and then the captain or, or the whoever. What do you call that person? The spotlight. The guy who's in the wheelhouse is named Mark Twain, Miguel. I don't know. They come out <laughs> and they wave. They're supposed to come out and wave at the guests too, like hello. So he came out in his underwear. Yeah, it's just his boxers. <laughs> yeah, it was his boxers. Yeah. I, I had my one of my. I was there twice, so I had two last days. And uh, the first of which, I had gone to costume and got an extra pair of pants. Maybe I had one at home. So I stood behind the captain's crate so the guests couldn't see. So I just went by and I just waved the pants in one hand. And they can't see you because the, the, the captain's crate is up to your waist. So I'm going by waving with one hand and shaking a pair of pants with the other. Like I'm, you know, streaking the dock. Which it was a good, it was a good time. So. I think, I think last, last day stories are the best. What, what, what was the one with the Mark Twain with the chairs? Was that? Oh, that was. was that Ed uh, Miller, or who was that? Ed Miller was the one that. Was no, it no, that that was John Verdone, the uh, lead that day. Yeah. Well, let's tell that and, story because I heard it earlier, and I want to. Okay, what happened was that uh, John John Verdone uh, was it was a, he no, but he didn't even get noticed. He wanted to just walk out the style. Quit. Yeah, so he went ahead, and he and. Ed Miller got word that Perdome was going to quit, and he told everybody, "Watch out!" He ca- he called me on the Columbia, "Be careful of the of uh, Verdone. And uh, so Mark Twain's going around. John Verdone took all the chip 
and hit him back in a storage area. So when the Mark Twain came around, Ed Miller's watching it, and he goes, what happened to all the chairs? And Verdun just smiled and didn't say anything. I get a call for me to stop at the Columbia, right where we're at, which was down by the burning, burning house. And um, I'm going, what's going on? So we had to wait, and then they tell us to come in. And when it came up, they said that what happened was that John threw all the chairs into the river. And I go, I didn't sink. I forgot who was working with me then uh, as the, my bowman, but I said, I didn't see nothing. Yeah, Hawkeye. And, uh, and then when the Mark Twain went around again, the guy that was uh, controlling the paddle wheel told somebody else, because if somebody else said, where are they, what would he do to the chairs? He says, they're all in storage. So Ed Miller is going off saying, there's chairs in the river, there's chairs in the river. They're getting the scuba guy ready, they're getting everything to get going. And then when the Mark Twain comes back around and all the supervisors, all the chairs are back. <laughs> And everybody was looking at Ed, and they're going, yeah. And he's going, they were gone. They were gone. And he looks at me, and I go, I was on the Columbia. I didn't see nothing. I was on the other side of the island. <laughs> and, so, and they went over and talked to Verdun, and he told him, yeah, I hit him. And they had everybody confess. Well, the guy that man, I guess the, the paddle wheel operator, he didn't get in trouble, but they walked Verdun right out. <laughs> I, I kind of wonder, you know, on the management side, I, I, I imagine that they get a list when someone's down to their last week that they've given notice, that there's a little red asterisk that pops up in the management reports to just know that this is that person's last day. Because I'm sure that they know that, that people are going to try to get away with stuff. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I didn't have that chance. I got fired. You got fired? For attendance. I, you know, I, I was in Toontown way too much. She had a hangnail. Yeah. She'd come out for four days on a hangnail. Ex- yeah, exactly. Why not? How'd you, but when did you quit? Did you give notice or did you just... No. No? I'm inspired too. High five, Joe John Malloy. Yeah. You don't know why that? I know that one. Oh, we know that one. He wasn't there. Oh, No, I didn't. I wasn't there. I was gone. I quit regularly. You know, it's a very boring story. It's not a fun story. Not as salacious as our other. No, it's nothing. It's not that big of a... It's not as much fun. Just calling in sick. You'll tell me later, right? So hypothetically, if you... You, if you could have chosen a reason to get fired, let's say that there's an alternative universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what would you? I have, had to do it over again. If you had to do it over again, what would you have done that would have been so ludicrous that it would have gotten you fired? Yes. Um, I don't know. Let me think. It, it's I've never thought of this before. If I had to do it over again, it would probably involve like writing, jumping out and writing Big Thunder Naked or something like that. <laughs> Would we notice? <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. How rude. <laughs> well, I see the goat. I mean... <laughs> uh, uh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> so and I put lipstick on the turtles one oh, side. Yeah. Remember? And we, also, and we also put cigarettes in their mouth. We put cigarette in the mouth. Every time we yeah. do something different but to see if anyone lipstick. would notice. <laughs> we walked the track and found a lipstick one night. And, yeah, we did that. Uh, in addition to throwing sour balls to the cockroaches. Oh, yeah, there was a big cockroach feed the cockroach. Summer. It was like there was a cockroach. Yeah, so we, we would feed them every night just to build up So we'd tell guests, we'd give them sour balls. Okay, when you go, after you go around the, du- the spiral thing, we want you to throw all these sour balls out. So then we'd walk the track and we'd see how many, they were just like... Sue has pictures somewhere. Pictures oh, of the cockroaches. Sour balls, <laughs> oh, and then did we mention Dave Champagne? 
What can yeah. I do? Anyway, Deep lipstick down. on the turtles. Sorry, we I found don't. a lipstick. Yeah. And we put bright red lipstick on these turtles, and it lasted the entire damn summer. I'm telling you. Finally, I think someone noticed. <laughs> the entire was it Paul summer. Paul Collier or Tom Miller who finally said, "Who put lipstick on the turtles?" I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> the cigarettes in their mouth. I think the person walking the track in the morning found the cigarettes in their mouth. And they pulled those out. We, we did that all the time. We did strange things to see if they noticed. Dave Champagne, on the other hand, I don't know if I said this story the last time, um, since you've already spoken to him. He liked to tag out and race out. And we're like, where's Dave Champagne? And he was like five minutes ahead of us walking the track. We're like, where is he? And he would hide and Didn't places. the three of us close one summer? Yeah. And he would hide and try and scare us. The three of us were closing shift one summer, yeah. like every night we did. We this. did, but he would go. Mm-hmm. The one that killed me was when he actually got into the black widow infested, uh, where the stretcher and the wheelchair are, mm-hmm. you know, on mm-hmm. base of sea lift. Mm-hmm. And he hid in there and waited for us, and then he just blew open the doors and jumped out. <laughs> and I'm thinking, there's black widows in there. You can die. They didn't know that. They didn't know that. And the black widows didn't know that. Yeah. They were. They thought they were fine. That was so. pre-cockroach summer. Mm-hmm. Or after cockroach summer. Before the, before the cockroaches took over from the widows? No, they were really bad because in the queue, I was at an entrance once, and you hear all this, we thought it was glass. And yep. Marv, and you were, what is that noise down there? And I went down, and go, oh my God, they're cockroaches! Everywhere. They were everywhere. It was pretty bad. We had to get fumigated. The park was that bad? Oh, but tell One me summer this, it was pretty bad. Tell me if this is true. I've heard this story after I left that where Big Thunder is, uh, the restaurant, that there is an odor going on for a long time and nobody can figure it out what it is, that the health department came in and I guess that Disney started cutting their own meat down there. That was in um, where Critter Country is yeah. now. It was underneath uh, underneath, the underneath the, Yeah, the Hungry Bear restaurant. Yeah, it was underneath there. They had a... Um, oh, like big a bad odor problem. And they couldn't figure out what it was. Yeah, they, they had like plastic mats and they were supposed to take out and they didn't and just... Over time, built up with just blood. He gelled. Oh, they tried. They had to pry the wooden. They had to pry they it had up to get rid of the smell. Oh, <laughs> they're going. Yeah, that's the what the smell was. Oh, they replaced all the cement, and they said, "Okay, we're done with the butcher business." <laughs> we're not. Yeah, we're not butchering meat I am, anymore. I am, I I am not so hungry. I had neither. <laughs> my brother's forty years in food. So. Oh, <laughs> oh God. My, ba- my bear is not hungry anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, by the way it happened but I'm going into the park on the 27th to ride the, the revamp yeah, of Thunder yeah. good luck I, I, they're I, revamping it? It's they, well, they, they did they it was close it. for us to open tomorrow I believe yeah, yeah. I have, they had to replace they all the track who, yeah, so who works there that can get sign me up? yeah they rebuilt the track there's new <laughs> visual <laughs> effects new, new sound effects so I hear yeah. the, the loading dock from the main side goes out farther like over yeah. the water too oh no kidding yeah, and sea lift is, is dramatically changed Really? What it was pretty tired. New, new special <laughs> effects. Isn't that where the really? where earthquake hurt or <laughs> derailed? No, that was that, that was, was uh, that was safety two. I love pushing two. the button when you walk yeah, the track and walk. That was in safety two. Yeah. Did Dino Pond do it? Yeah. Well, I don't know. You guys said that they ripped everything else. No, they just rebuilt the track. Yeah. You know, yeah. remember how you'd have to go through with a, a makeup mirror to see where the track leaks yeah. were? That's right. See how many welding jobs you needed to do back in the day? I don't know. It's you know it's funny that uh, Thunder is the only thing that I think Orlando did better than than Anaheim. Like if you look at like it's so much better. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tower Terror is, but I mean, yeah, as far as classic, but Pirates is better out here. Their Pirates is so short. Oh, and yes. Mansion, you know, they're not really elevators, so there's some you know yeah. magic that's lost on that. They can't but their, their, their Thunder's great. 
I mean, yeah, it's, it's yeah, you know, twice as long of a ride. It's got a better Splash Mountain's better. You know, and no, I haven't. And the space space in Orlando is terrible because it's two it's two coasters that run side by side, but the the track is like the old Matterhorn track. It's very track. rough. It's very, yeah. rough. It's very rough. It's, it's very like rough. I, I got off of Wonderland right oh. afterwards because <laughs> it was sh- shaking and yeah, it was bad. Well, well Big Thunder, Big Thunder is really good in Paris too. You're right. Yeah, I, it's incredible in Paris. Yeah, it goes it goes under the, the river uh, and back the space up on the island. Anaheim one is pretty much just a, a, a big, a, like, yeah. big spiral. Uh, spiral circle clockwise all the way down. Yep. Yeah. In Orlando, it's all over the place. Yeah. That's it is jerky, one, right? I, I got one to ride when they when they did the revamp of uh, space in Anaheim because uh, they pulled the whole track up and they redid it. It was a much much smoother ride. But I was on Belinda ride the ride to you know do all the safety controls. Um, the most terrifying experience of my life at a theme park was riding space with the lights on and no music. I would love to do no that. atmospherics, but the lights were on and the the illusion of how close things are to your head. They're not. They're eight feet, you know, from the base of the track. You're fine, but it feels like it's three to four inches away from the top of your head. I mean, it feels like you are going to whack your head on every turn going down. And when I ride it now, I'm like, thank God the lights are on. Uh, well, I rode it originally when they first built it with the lights on. Yeah. And before it had opened, of course, you know, cast member guinea pigs. Yep. And um, it was going too fast. Yep. And so I, I was like. I could only walk when I got up. And they actually changed the wheels that needed to slow it down. It was going faster. It made it, made it, it made bigger and, wheels or whatever. Yeah, the slower wheels. Do you remember when they were testing the, uh, when they had the cast members run for the test on Big Thunder? Oh, I did and, that. Yes. Okay, you remember that. Andy? What was Andy's last name? The big guy with the mangled up hat oh, yeah. for the keel boats. And, oh, What yeah. was his name? Real it big. Was, massive guy. I mean, the guy was humongous. Not Terry Eaton. No, 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 no. no. His, his name, he, he got a mail order. That's lovely, okay. <laughs> anyway, I remember that story. Well, I thought maybe I that would be I can't remember the guys. We were going on uh, testing Thunder, and it was running time after time. Yes. We said, okay, we're going to run it three, four times. And this guy, full meal, mm. right. Oh. <laughs> One time isn't bad, but you know, after, uh, yeah. After, oh, and we were so skinny then, I had to carry sandbag with me because they wanted to know. <laughs> so you wouldn't fly out. Yeah. I guess so. I remember going to that test first night, I was like, uh, yeah. I took Dramamine. Yeah, I was going all night. So Dramamine. Dramamine is the ticket. Oh, God. Because when he let it go, it was like everybody was, you know, knopped it back, knopped it. And everybody's talking, oh, this is great, it's going to be a fun ride. People were riding it backwards and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, it was dead silence. I'm going, what's going on? And I look over, and you see Terry staggering over to the side. <laughs> couldn't quite make it over the railing. And all of a sudden, it was the loudest sound I heard. Oh, everybody was quiet. And then people were going, I don't want to ride now. <laughs> Just because. Then they had us clear out for a while. Maybe it up. everybody oh. should have been busy fouring before. Oh, yeah, that's all right, right. Oh. John? What's busy fouring? Oh, What was busy fouring? You know, smoking. Oh. There's break zone four, but that was the code. God. Okay. Get out in the world once in a while. We have a Disneyland in Paris? <laughs> Mm-hmm. But yeah, any other Jungle Cruise fun stories? Probably have some. Well, we go on Thunder. Well, I could tell you the story about when I first started working there, because I met Rick and uh, Rick Williams, and him and I decided to become busier living on the corner of those 
apartments there on Harbor and uh, Orangewood. So Rick helped me move out of the house so we could get into the apartment. And I realized, because my mom was in tears, I'm the youngest, I'm the last one, first time in her life that she was going to be out on her own. So I felt really bad. So then during the season, I learned Mark Twain, and I got to know Mike O'Brien. Mike was uh, an original handpicked by Walt Disney. And, was, and um, he, had, he was from Canada, building an amusement park. Need you to write out the, the spiel for me for the keelboats and stuff like this. So Mark, M- Mike was working Mark Twain for years. And, and Columbia. I, huh? And Columbia. And Columbia. Uh-huh. As well as the keels and everything else. And so I really felt bad for my mom leaving her on her own. So I looked at Mike. He's a single man, about the same age as my mom. Mike, why don't you come home with dinner with me? I made arrangements to bring him home. And it was worked out. My mom and Mike hit it off. So they started dating. Then after about when a couple of seasons and I was going back to school and it was casual seasonal, I was hurting for money. So I thought, I'm going to move back home. So I go over to talk to my mom and say, hey, mom, I want to move back in. I'll take the room. She goes, you can't. And I go, why? She goes, because that's Mike's office now. (laughs) I go, what? (laughs) He moved in. I worked with a guy. He didn't even tell me. He told me he was dating my mom. I didn't know he moved in with my mom. And they they lived together for, God, what was that? That was like in uh, 1979, and uh, he passed away right after... uh, um, uh, what's the, what's the new American Adventure or no California Adventure was built oh, yeah. he wanted to live until that to see that and, uh, and then after that he died but uh, yeah it was something that Disney really contributed oh. to my life that I didn't expect <laughs> outside of my first wife yeah. did, he, did he train you on uh, Columbia? He, yeah, tra- no that was actually uh, I had Mr. Rodone because <laughs> Mike want to train me like a real sailor or all the equipment and oh everything my God. oh he wanted to train everybody just to yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah but he had stories I mean he was a story writer he came here from Canada he represented Canada in the 1936 Winter Olympics and then he came out here Doing as what? a tennis pro- huh? Doing what? Uh, down home uh, downhill sol- how do you say it? Solemn? Solemn 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 thank you I don't, wow. I don't ski and I don't talk English but anyway, uh, yeah. He, That's why yeah. he did well in the jumble. Right. <laughs> I took the special ed class for the jumble. Yeah. But anyway. Um, we, we, we call it driving the short boat. <laughs> That's what you did to me. Okay. So anyway, but uh, yeah, Mike, uh, he came out here from Canada to teach uh, um, tennis. He was also a tennis pro. And he started teaching movie star. Star. Movie star. Star. <laughs> And like, We're really taxing uh, you I at know, this point. I'm talking to you. Like uh, Ronald Reagan, um, uh, what's her name, Jean Harlow. A lot of people he taught tennis to. And then he wanted to get into the movie business himself. He was a walk on in a couple of old movies and he started pestering Walt Disney Studios, met Walt, kept it, and that's how Walt said, Look, get out of my face, do this job, you'll be happy. <laughs> and that's, where he, that's where he wound up for his, until he retired. Well, <laughs> And I barely remember you on the Columbia. Were you there? Oh, he was there. Oh, I, I remember Mark Twain. Okay, I guess a little bit. I just Mark Twain and Jungle Cruise are always like my antique room, of course. Saying you just mentioned the skiff. Who was it that took the skiff out one time and sunk it? It was, but it kept going. And so when it came back into the dock, all you saw was <laughs> the head and the river going. 
<laughs> well, we just talked Carrie, about it. Is it Carrie? Carrie and Nadia and Bob Shaw, but they sank it all the way. Oh, my God. Because the boat came up to them. They were trying to turn at Schweitzer Falls, and they didn't make the turn. Yeah, yeah. As soon as they hit the falls, the water just pulled it in more into the falls. It filled up, and somebody came up to the falls, and they see Carrie and Bob just standing in the water up to their shoulders or something. They go, where's the skiff? Uh, we're standing on it. And Carrie's the foreman, the lead. He's, but no downtime, no downtime. Keep going with your spills. <laughs> and they actually would go underwater, pick it up, and drag it you know, three or four feet, and then drag it three or four feet. And they took it into boat storage, finally got everybody back there to help them lift it up, drained it out, and just left it there without even trying the engine. And <laughs> never told anybody. So, so what you're saying, the engine may have been flooded. I think so. <laughs> Just possible. <laughs> but in those days, you just left stuff and like yeah. you just pretend like you know nothing. There was um there was a guy who was a, a repair tech who I guess had been there for named Don, who had oh a yeah really, Don really, from Romania from Romania had a really thick accent and uh, He's there forever. Yeah, Don was great. We actually thought that when he because he went back once a year to his home country, and we actually was pre- pretty sure he had to go uh, back in a box of his native dirt. Uh, to come backward and forward. He's a vampire. It's a vampire joke. Thanks for... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I loved Don. He was great. No, very, very nice guy. But yeah, but if, if he found out that you had like snapped a throttle cable more than once, or if there was anything that was suspicious, yep. he would call you out by name. That no good so-and-so. He's breaking my boats. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. right, because that's why I think they did not tell him that the yep, engine had been underwater. If you found out that if he found out that you were you were doing anything, if you derailed on a regular basis or whatever, Don would know. He would get you. We should probably stop. Yeah, no, it's a good time. Yeah, so Cunningham again. Ed Cunningham. Ed, see you. I'll give you guys a chance. If there's any, you know, I always like celebrity stories are fun or anything that stuck with you. Celebrity who? Stories are always fun. Oh, I had Mercury astronauts. I had. That's a good one. My boat. I had Marlon Brando on my boat. Marlon Brando came through the exit one evening. That was before he was a boat. No, he was no, kind he of was a boat. No, it, it, it. He embarrassed himself. He's like Stella. <laughs> no, I did not. No, I did not. But oh, you know, he came through the through the exit with his entourage, and they were all Samoan. I guess his wife had some island, or I don't know. Anyway, so it's oh, him and his wife's family, Tahiti, Tahiti yeah. Samoa, Samoa. Okay. Um, he sits right up next to me. God bless him. He laughed at the all jokes. Right. There you go. And he shook my hand afterwards and said, "You did really well." And I have never, I have yet to wash this hand, honestly. It was at night, though. Right? But no, I kept. Yes, it was at yeah, night. I but I, I, I just night, kept, yeah, I just kept, bleed. kept visualizing, visualizing the red T-shirt. Did you tell him you can't accept his compliment on behalf of the American Native? I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would have been good. And what was yours? You had the astronauts, or yeah, when they opened Space Mountain, they brought in oh, yeah. the original Mercury astronauts to open it and dedicate it. Well, Gus Grissom wasn't there because he had died in the Apollo Three fire, but his wife was, and they were oh. all rode in my boat. So, oh, that's really that, cool. that, that, that's, that that's impressive. That was like my highlight out of out of six. Oh, yeah. that was like because I as a little kid, I was getting up at four in the morning to watch the Mercury launches, yeah. and they I'd see them going to school, yeah. and they'd be sitting there forever for hours before they'd actually launch. So. Did they think you were funny? Of course you were. Uh, of course you were. Yeah, okay. I also my had... My jobs weren't, but my looks were. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also had, um, at the time, was the Prince of Japan and his entourage. 
And of course, Secret Service is on, and they're like, you're not taking the gun out. Leave the gun in the yep. holster, the yep. whole bed. I'm like, all right, all right, we won't do the gun. I'll just go bang, bang with my hand, and I did. Um, charming man. Hi, Tom. Charming man. Spoke flawless English. I guess he was educated here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he eventually became the emperor of Japan. So the, the, at the time, it was the future emperor of Japan or something like that. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Since everybody's leaving, I was going to help. No, 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 no. no you, guys, that's, I appreciate the time. And uh, there may come the time when we, you know, chat outside of the short window and, you know, in an alcohol-fueled raging that's barbecue. That's actually more fun. Yeah. That's yeah. when the yeah. stories come back. We should have started this yeah. earlier, like yeah. three or four hours yeah, ago. But I yes. <laughs> they had Perrier. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> hey, everyone was eating. I just, you don't want a podcast on a full no, stomach. But also, you know, I didn't want anyone, I don't want to take advantage of people. That just wouldn't have seemed right well, to get you on your... Yeah, yeah. yeah actually, well, yeah. I would have been happier It's if better to be taken advantage of while you're drunk. Okay. I was married a couple of times, so I mean... We'll add that to the list. Okay. Uh, Sue, thank you so much for making sure I could come out and spend time with everyone today. So that's my public thank you, my dear. You're thank you, fantastic. Sue. Thank you, Sue. So. And, and, and Bud, especially, he came all the way from Colorado to see That's excellent. Us. So you, yes. you took a break from your lucrative marijuana business. And yes. Uh, yes. My, my, my pot pie shop. Well. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's a good place to wrap it up, and, th- and we, yeah, we had a good time. It was three hours of good awesome. skipper Yay. conversation. So thanks, everybody. Thank, Thank you. you.